0: What is up everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. I am the slow chemical. This is your Monday show, and we are getting back to normal here. Where WrestleMania Week is done. The two-night shows are done. Uh, reportedly. Uh WrestleVotes, who to he, she, whoever it is, they tend to break a lot of news. They said that WrestleMania 38 is supposed to be a one-night show. WWE's planning for it to be a one-night show. They're trying to finalize some things, and I believe it will be. Um, for as nice as, as the two nights have been, where it hasn't felt bloated, hasn't felt uh, like some shows, some some spots, just uh, matches have been just underwhelming because time restrictions. Like, think about this. Essentially, the only WrestleMania match that Samoa Joe's ever had. He's 1-0 in. He fought a injured Rey Mysterio for like 10 seconds. Well, it was like three minutes. And he defended his United States Championship. Um, but stuff like that, even if Rey Mysterio wasn't hurt, like, you could still do that. And they would still do that. So, apparently, we're going back to one night shows, which is probably, it's just better, dude. I mean, if they could find a way to make it not seven hours, it's better. You know, I don't know why the four-hour time slot was a bad thing, but or format was a bad thing. But anyways, um, we did enough WWE last week. WWE had this on. Let's start with AEW this week, then we'll go to WWE. Um, I didn't think this was a bad show. I did miss like the first ten minutes, um, but I I I as soon as I started watching. It was right as the match that happened that I wanted to see, which was the Death Triangle, Ray Phoenix, and Pac versus the Bucks for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. And by the way, we will get into those Series 5 reveals. of The The only thing that, to this point, they've been showing was the sculpts. Um, and now they've revealed the images of what they actually look like. So um, the Bucks have cemented their heel turn as they... Rip the mask off of ray phoenix double super kick. one two three um they defend their aew title so i actually thought ray phoenix and pop were gonna win this but now that they turn full heel it makes sense i i there's no way and i'm saying i'm being dramatic obviously but there's no way i see rich Ru- swan leaving rebellion with the aew title or with the impact world heavyweight championship i just don't see it um it, it looks like this is a story for the long term. And speaking of that, Mauro Rinaldo will make his return to wrestling as he will uh, be the one calling the main event rebellion, which is awesome. Um, also, referee, uh, what's her name? Referee Auburn? Yeah. Let me hear her right now because it's it's not Auburn. I'm tripping. right I can see her name in my head, but like, Ref Aubrey. There we go. We make our way to Impact as well. This is gonna be one of Kenny Omega's crowning achievements: is holding two companies' world heavyweight championships. So, um, I just don't see it. <laughs> but the Bucks are full on heel. They're full. They're fully in, integrated into this um, this click, the elite, or whatever, um, so I'm interested to see where this goes, um, I thought it was a good match, um, I will say this, when these guys get their comeuppance, all of them, it's gonna be a sight to, sight to behold, but there's no way I can see Death Triangle just letting this go, I just don't, I just can't see it happening, uh, anyways, Jade looked pretty good in her match against Red Velvet. She won the match. Um she is going to be a forced force to be reckoned with. So I am looking forward to that. Make sure I'm recording. Okay, good. Um Anthony Agogo made his in ring debut, I believe. It's technically like on AEW, uh, Dynamite. And he had a squash match where he just gave the the, the I forgot his name, and I don't want to call him a jobber, but he gave him one shot to the gut, and that was it. Um, Dax Harwood versus Chris Jericho with Mike Tyson, the Special Enforcer. He was very much um, being down the line. He was calling it down the line until Pinnacle got in the way, and then Jericho ended up winning, and then Tyson joined the Inner Circle. So, this feud, obviously, we know this is for longer, and they did get challenged to to a Blood and Guts match. Um, I don't know when it's going to take place, but it's good. I mean, I would have to assume they're going to have fans in the building. So that's what they're thats what they waiting for. So this should be a good one. I, I don't see the inner circle winning that match. I see a pincoe winning that match. Chris Statlander made her, 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 her return technically in the ring. She looked really good. And they said a fun fact. This is against Amber Nova, by the way. And Statlander won in a pretty dominant fashion. But Tony Giovanni said something very interesting that I hadn't even thought of. The last person to beat Sheeta in a one-on-one match was 2019 Chris Statlander. What a fun fact that was! And um, I don't know who's gonna be. I would, I'm assuming like most people that Sheeta is losing that AEW Championship, Women's Championship to Britt Baker. You know, Tay Conti gets her shot next week. Um, I would have to assume Britt Baker's getting that that championship as as she just surpassed Red Velvet. Because of their win-loss records, as she's been pointing out every week, Darby Allen in a good main event defended the TNT heavyweight championship against Matt Hardy. I was Matt Hardy gave him a lot. Matt must really like this kid. He did the, the twist of fate through the chair that he did on his brother at WrestleMania twenty-five, and Darby kicked out. I was like, okay, I, I. I I'm not big on people kicking out finishers, but you know what? If you're gonna do it and help us just to continue to make a star, I'm not mad about it at all. So, um, next week you will have Jungle Boy going one on one with Darby Allin. This should be a fun match for the TNT Championship. I'm looking forward to that, along with Take Conti versus Sheeta for the Women's Championship. Also, Christian Cage had denied. Taz said he was not interested in joining the Taz team and for that he got beat down by Powerhouse Hobbs and next week we'll have Powerhouse Hobbs versus Christian Cage. This is why Christian is gonna be in an AEW. To have great matches and to face guys like this who he can really help to get over. And he's probably gonna lose and that's fine, but him just feuding with Team Taz, it can put those guys on another level, wrestling wise. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to next week's AEW. It's gonna be a stacked show. It's gonna be a fun show. So looking forward to that. Um, that is your AEW. I can't think of any more news and notes um, that happened. We will get into the news of the week though. I'm saving that for last. But before we go to WWE, the reveals. At first it was just the sculpts, and I, I've told you guys, wave it was waves or series five or whatever um i had already pre-ordered mines and um at this point they only had the sculpts now they just revealed the the uh, the images of what they look like luchasaurus looks amazing jungle boy looks amazing i already have those two pre-ordered and also the other two i've pre-ordered are the the one time one-time tag team champions, first ever AEW tag team champions, SCU Kazarian and Scorpio Sky with the World Tag Team Championships. They both look great, um, and I didn't know this, but apparently this is Frankie Kazarian's first ever action figure. I'm I'm assuming when 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 they said that that was AEW because Kazarian was in TNA for a long time, and I don't. And they did action. They weren't good action figures, but they action as A matter of fact. Those TNA action figures are going for a lot on the secondary market right now. Like, they're going, like, there's this is Christian Cage I was going to buy from somebody uh, from TNA. And I think it was, like, 90 bucks. And I was like, man, I've only spent 90 bucks on one figure before. It was Spider-Man 2099. It was in box, mint condition. Um, I'm just not good. I'm just, I'm just not okay with buying figures at that price point. when i think it's just at that price point like it's, the, it's like the Brandy Rhodes thing the Brandy Rhodes figures are at the price point they are because people just bought them up and now they're just gonna sell them at those price points i'm not i'm not comfortable with doing that i don't like doing that i'm not supporting people who want to make a little extra money but it comes to a point where it's like this is just ridiculous you know but they look good they do look good um babies let's get let's hit get wwe we're getting to the, the news of the week that i know you guys want to hear about and and you have your own thoughts because i've heard your thoughts we're gonna hit raw first only notable, notable things for me was that maurice is back on wwe television of course the day after wrestlemania um as she helps miz get a victory over damian priest as kind of saw that coming drew mcintyre is the new number one contender for the wwe championship moving on nxt I thought it just really good things this week as they did do 800,000 viewers on their first Tuesday night, which is crucial for them to not go down, which is fun. Um, Frankie Monet, the former Taya Valkyrie, made her debut, and I know some fans were mad about the name. Who gives a crap, dude? She's in the WWE. She's getting her chance in NXT. Um, we'll see how she goes, um, but I thought her debut was pretty good. Kushida, after going on this long winning streak, losing, going on a losing streak, captures the Cruiserweight Championship from Escobar. After Escobar said, I have an open challenge, Kushida rolls him up, gets his first taste of gold in WWE. And I can't, I want to say I'm surprised, but it feels like that's what they do a lot. You know, someone unifies the belt, and then they, take, they lose them. I mean, that just is what it is. Um, I'm happy for Kushida. And I know a lot of people have been, have been clamoring for Escobar to kind of move out of the Cruiserweight division. So this is his way of leaving. In uh, the eight person tag, Indy Hartwell does one of the. I don't care what anyone says. The way is hilarious. Austin awesome Theory selling is ridiculous. Indy Hartwell is just trying to kiss Dexter Lewis and he doesn't know what's going on. She finally passes out and she's trying to kiss him, but she keeps passing out. Finally, he picks her up and walks to her back. And then she like finally gets something she wants out of him. So she like looks at the camera, smiles, and gives a thumbs up, it's just held the match. Like the way is a just a dysfunctional family, and I love every second of it. Like, it doesn't even matter who wins this match. Just, this was pure entertainment value. I loved it, and unfortunately, you know, what she reminds me of. Andy Heartwell reminds me a lot of Billy Kay, and we're gonna get into why. That's sad in a second. And Roderick Strong resigns from the NXT, from the NXT. Sorry, like Bret Hart from NXT. I have no clue where he's gonna go. I don't know. These guys going on the main roster. I thought it was gonna be dead out the water anyway, but maybe he. I don't know what they're gonna do with him, but hopefully, he's not. One of these guys in two months chasing the 24 7 championship. So, and those are one of the things I really thought was good out of NXT. Uh, SmackDown, Roman Reigns came out bragging, said he called a shot. He said he was Babe Ruth, which he did. He called a shot. And as he's about to leave, Cesaro comes out, looked at that Universal Championship. He goes to grab a mic to talk, and Reigns says, I'm not talking to you. And, 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 and I don't think we've ever seen that before. How many times have we, how many times, millions? Have we seen someone talking? They're about to leave, and then they stay just to hear what the person who interrupts them had to say. You don't have to stay. And sure enough, Roman Reigns didn't have to stay. He did what he said he was going to do, and now he can leave. And so Cesaro wanted a match with Roman Reigns. He got Jey Uso instead. He wins the match by disqualification after Seth Rollins said, Nah, we're not done yet, and beats him down. But I loved that detail though, like why all the time we always ask, as Cody Rhodes point out, it's that the invisible wall, or it's that thing you have to do, like you don't have to, especially with the ego that Roman Reigns has right now. It's just like, wow, attention to detail there. I love. I'm, I'm sure, Heyman had something to do with that. Apollo Cruz has introduced. The formerly known as Dabaketo, he is now Commander Aziz. So he will have a heavy moving forward with that Intercontinental Championship. I have to assume him and Big E will have one more match. And then Big E will move on. Because Big E has bigger things to do. I, I must, I'm going with the fact that Big E is going to be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns of that Universal Championship. I have no clue how he's going to do that. I would have to assume with the help of The New Day, but uh, that's where I that's what I would have to think is going to happen. And also, Pat McAfee has joined the SmackDown announce team, as well as Adnan Virk joining. And David Kahn, um, I, I believe his name is David is Kahn, he's one of the vice presidents of WWE. He's been the one pushing for these people to get these commentary positions. So we're going to see how it goes. I know from watching Agnan Virk, I didn't even know he was fired from ESPN until I saw this report. But how much time flies, it may be because I haven't watched it, Dan Le- I know Dan Levitard is no longer on ESPN, but I know they would have this ongoing gag with Agnan Virk because he was a movie guy. And so he would call in and say, hey, and he would start talking and then it would shut him off in the middle of the show or at the end of the show. Um, I know I knew his personality. I do know he likes wrestling. He wasn't the other guy. I can't remember his name. The guy who who had to, had to apologize when calling wrestling fake or whatever. I can't remember his name, um, Middle Eastern guy, I think. Anyways, um, I do know he has a ton of personality. Um, I did not listen to him on Raw. I will listen to him this week, though. Um, we already know what Pat McAfee can add. Um, these are just weird announce teams right now really weird but you know we'll see uh, th- things in WWE are not meant to last not very long at least in my opinion anyways Um the news of the week besides WWE releases we're going to get to that in a second apparently WWE is preparing for the return of Aleister Black we'll see the news of the week, though, is these WWE releases. And, no fact, before I start, <laughs> I keep getting pushed back. On Impact, Jazz, one of the most underrated, underappreciated wrestlers of all time. Not women wrestlers. Wrestlers of all time. Retired. And I will do a May Match of the Month about her. Don't know which one yet, but I will do one about her. So, we're going to go into more detail in her career in that show just so you guys know spoiler alert the news of the week though april 15th one year to the day of black friday last year where they released we still don't know the number because it was so many different talents plus backstage people we would have to say about 70 people all together maybe even maybe even 100 in a round of budget cuts wwe released mojo raleigh nicky james the iconics samoa joe chelsea green callisto bo dallas wesley blake and tucker and tucker was not too happy about being released but the names i want to highlight here one bo dallas is i think already made known that he's he hasn't been on tv since 2019. i think he had already him and Liv morgan have bought a farm or something like that and he was already going to retire, right? He's always thinking about post wrestling because he, he wasn't being used. But apparently, he was backstage a lot. Just they had nothing for him. Um, Mickey James, who did commentary, but I guess she may made known that she wants to wrestle. She's not done wrestling. Well, they don't want you to wrestle. Bye, he gone. Iconics. Apparently, Kevin Dunn didn't see anything in Billy Kay, which is why I said I could see a lot of the Hartwell and Billy Kay. And when she gets to the main roster, she could do comedy, but they, I, I just don't see her lasting very long. But I was surprised by Peyton Royce and Billy Kane. Now they did get the WrestleMania payday before they go, so I guess that's good. But that surprised me because I really thought they had plans for Peyton Royce. But m- maybe she was vocal about not—I don't know. Chelsea Green was a little surprising, even though she's been injury-prone or injured a lot of times um i i just didn't see that coming either but the one i really didn't see coming was some old joe but apparently backstage he was making it known that he wants to wrestle and he he was not medically cleared um i don't know like last we saw of him was over a year ago two years ago a year and a half and he lost he had a concussion because I remember he was in the middle of a feud with with Seth Rollins... excuse me, with uh, Kevin Owens against Seth Rollins and Authors of Pain, and then he got a concussion. Then he got suspended. Then he came back and he was doing commentary. Um, he obviously wasn't medically cleared. They obviously didn't want to clear him. I would have to assume he's cleared now to go. That they just don't. Want to clear him um one of the most unfortunate um runs in the top on the main roster two-time former united states champion uh, first ever two-time nxt world heavyweight champion he was injured a lot that's not a wwe um, he did miss his first two WrestleMania spots due to injury now the second time, supposedly, he was clear to go. And they waited until after Mania for him to come back. He did get his one Mania match. Uh, I guess we're Mysterio, so it's whatever. Um, but my God. Some of the promos he cut in WWE. I would have to assume Samoa is going back to ROH. As ROH just re-signed Maria and Mike Kanellis. Um That's news they had this week. Um, I would have to assume ROH is... You know, gonna be his next spot. Um, I do know Tony Khan tweeted Samoa Joe, Hey, Samoa Joe, you up? Um, but to me, those three were the most surprising. Not Mickey James, because I don't think they see anything Mickey James anymore, and I think they really want to transition her to a Hall of Famer and, and, and an announced person. But look here, these people still want to wrestle and wrestle until they feel like they can't wrestle no more. Mickey James, I, I think she sings. But I don't think she does anything outside WWE, like that. That's like keeps her from the ring, you know. Um, so let them ring wrestle until they get out their system. But um, Samoa Joe really surprised. Me. I saw that, I said wow. But you know what? He can have a lot of great matches in ROH with some of these people, you know. He can have a lot of great matches in New Japan if that's where he wants to go. I think AEW would be very interested in him. Um, but we'll see, and he's not a WWE guy. I know some people will be like, oh, he's WWE. No, he's not. He's an Impact guy. He's a TNA guy. Period. Bottom line, that's who he is. So, those three surprised me. I would be stunned if Peyton Royce didn't become another Tay Conte and Tay Conti, Excuse me, and would freaking go to AEW and just thrive. I would be surprised. You know, but. I don't know. My thoughts on this is it's not surprising. They had to cut some people, I'm sure. They said budgetary reasons. Look here, it's not my it's not my pocketbook, so I'm not gonna sit here and judge them for cutting people. But when you keep Bo Dallas on your roster for two years without even putting him on TV, what's wrong with you? Like, I I don't get these I don't get that. Tucker was dead in the war once and my oldest broke up um but like some of these people like they say chelsea green the iconic just small joe like i don't get it mojo raw is one of your former Andre giant battle role winners you know like i'm not saying he was doing anything right now but the point is like i just you know um if they're bringing back out to black hopefully they have something for him otherwise let him go too but um the future will be bright for all these people if they want to work, and they don't cool too. I understand that too. So, anyways, those are my thoughts on that news of the week. Just I see very good things for Samoa Joe as he ends, ends inter, enters, or he ends his career or wherever. I I can see him still contributing in the ring and on that mic. My God, on the mic, he can eviscerate and put over people. So, that's his show for this week. Your Monday show. I am the Slow Chemical. I will see you guys on Wednesday with my thoughts on the Falcon and Winter Soldier episode 5.